We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Light Years Podcast without Sam Esfendiari. Uh, he did a show without me last week or earlier this week, so I'm returning the favor. I'm going to do one without him. Ben Cruz, sir, how you doing? How are we doing? Do we know where Sam is? Is, is this like a hangover situation? I know he was in Vegas. Like, do we need to go? Do we need to I, I think I think this is like the first show Sam's missed in, in maybe a year. You know him. He never wants to miss it. I, I legitimately think he might be... He might not make it back from Vegas. Either that or maybe he's on a plane or something. But dude was in Vegas for a week. I have oh. no idea what happened. Yeah, we uh, we should send that are you okay text. Uh, just <laughs> Once we get off the show, we'll, uh, we'll check in on him. <laughs> Don't think he's texted during the game since the first five minutes. But, uh, man, this was – we're talking before the show. This, this game felt like um, it was a momentous game, I think, for the Warriors. Not, not in terms of – you know, are they going to win a championship? Well, obviously, but it, it felt like a big game, I think, for a lot of the young kids. And they got a lot of young kids. They've got five, six of them on, on the team. And uh, I think two of them, really the, the two that matter, the two that have the most potential out of all of them, uh, played tonight on the floor. And, and they look pretty good, right? They look pretty good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, let's start with Wisen, right? That's, that's kind of what we all tuned in. We saw glimpses of Kaminga all last year, but I mean, those first four minutes of Wiseman's stint, his first stint before he checked out, were probably some of those exciting summer league minutes, I don't know, ever. Uh, this, this dude, just a, a lob right out the gate, a three, a couple block shots. I mean, that's that second block shot, I thought he was beat. Like, I thought he had no shot whatsoever and surprised us all. So, I mean, it was it was great. And Kuminga just, I guess, evolved into James Harden. I, you know, for for this game, I, is that the next level, next step of his game? I don't know. I'm yeah. open to it. I'm, I'm open to the possibilities. Him and Moody are just just constantly getting contact and getting free throws. Can't be mad, mad about it. I, not, not that entertaining, but yeah, let's let's start with Big Jim. Um, first time we've seen him in 15 months. He, he did play a few games uh, in Santa Cruz. D- didn't look very good. Did kind of look. Uh, still injured a little bit, and then obviously right. they shut him down. So today he looked a lot more athletic laterally. I thought he looked um, less fatigued than he did. It, it seemed like he's. It seems like he's been healthy for a while now, and he's he's just been working to get himself back in basketball shape. One thing you noticed about him 
um, amongst a lot of other things, is that, dude, he might be the largest basketball player in the world. He's huge. I mean, he looked even bigger. I mean, to your point of, you know, that small stint he ran with Santa Cruz um, last season. Uh, I mean, he looked big in that. But in this setting, I don't know. He just he looks wider, too. So, um, I mean, he's he's a large human being. And, and it's just, again, something the Warriors just don't have. Right. It's just another do not dynamic. Yep. Yeah. Another level that they don't have. So, I mean, obviously interested to see if he can kind of improve um, and get more touches. My God, my guy only got seven touches oh tonight, my God. or seven shots off tonight. What, what is happening here? Yeah, that that one, uh, Summer League, I, I think. So Sam, Sam texted me the other day. I was just like, hey, just – and it's like, dude, we've all watched Summer League forever. But, you know, we're all excited for Wiseman. He's like, he's like, listen, dude, it's going to be bad for him because you just, you're just playing with a ton of guards that are looking to try to make the NBA, which right. my pushback is like, dude, you don't just make the NBA by taking a ton of jump shots. Like, that's not – I guess 2022, there's so many other things in basketball you could do now to earn money. Um, but we saw today again, like it, it seemed like he would go just – minutes and minutes without shooting and he's just running and conditioning i think you know when you when you talk about the potential let's talk about the good and then the bad so for me the good was uh he looks like the biggest guy on on in the nba he's athletically right at the top uh in the nba just in terms of the the way that he can get up and down for a guy that big it's similar to kaminga who we'll talk about later and then the touch is good i thought yeah. the touch was great the ju- the three went down he had a couple of the jumpers that go down so all that was cool i i think for us it's like it, it always feels like Wiseman's going to be able to average 15, 18 points in the NBA for 10 years, right? It just seems like that's the floor for him. But, but the, the most important thing, though, right now and for the future is his defense. And I thought him contesting jump shots, the blocks were great, but him contesting shots at the rim, him, him being able to even come out a little bit to the three-point shooters, I thought was the most impressive part of his game. Yeah, I mean, defensively is where, you know, you're hoping he makes that biggest leap because, the, you know, I think that's where he's going to be super important to, to what the Warriors do, right? Like defensively, the Warriors, you know, were, were solid last year. And, you know, shout out to to Looney for holding it down in the middle, uh, you know, for, for the past couple of years. But, I mean, you saw it even here, right, where, you know, uh, you know, Spurs are attacking and, you know, they didn't necessarily weren't afraid of Wiseman and going to the rack, but they were thinking about it, right? Just because he's a huge person. <laughs> he's just a large yep. human yep. being. And yep. no matter, I think no matter what, like what level of basketball you're at, like you see a large human being in front of you, there's that shadow of doubt in the back of your mind, right? Where like, oh, this dude might block my shot. And like combining that with his athleticism and his actual ability to block shots, um, it, it's going to provide another layer to what the Warriors do defensively, at least kind of in that second unit, right? Where, like Looney's going to start, uh, at least you know what for what we can assume. But again, he adds that other that other layer to what they could do defensively, which they've never they haven't had in, yeah. in, in forever. Yeah, and, and they don't they're not looking for a guy that's going to be a superstar. Not this year. Like they right. don't need a guy that needs to, and he, and he, a bunch of, he had a bunch of fouls and, and some of them were, right. were bullshit. I thought the touch foul kind of, and some of it, I think he got kind of zoned out of the game after not touching the ball for all, which is classic, uh, big man issue, especially when you're 20 years old. So some of that was not so great, but I, I feel like they're looking at him to play 15, 18, maybe 20, maybe 20 minutes a night. And they're asking him to play that role that you're talking about as Zaza Pachulia or JaVale McGee, right? Like those type of players where, you just come in, you do a couple of things. You rim run, you block a few shots, you affect a few shots, right? You make a couple passes and that's it. And I think Wiseman's more than good enough if healthy to do that in year one in this system. 
Right, and then just so at least tonight, it felt like he he showed enough potential to do that. So that, I thought that was pretty impressive. Yeah, and I mean that's that, that's kind of all that they can really want from him now, right? Yeah, like, they, they, he's not going to be like they can't. They're not going to expect to be like Robert Williams, right? And just kind of swat everything at the rim. But like he makes a couple of people question whether they really want to drive to the hole. Um, and and I mean I think also importantly, kind of in in a long slog of the season, right? keep Draymond from having to play five yes. minutes uh, and, and save him for, you know, those, those big games or, you know, actually the playoffs, right? Like that's yep. where it matters yep. where, where you can run Looney and Wiseman uh, at the five. And, and again, save Draymond because Draymond is, you know, he's as, as great as he is, like he shouldn't be running the five, like in a game in December, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and just kind of wearing his body down. So I think that's where yep. he's going to be just as important. So we'll, we'll see, we'll see how, We'll see what game he plays next, Wiseman. We'll see what he looks like because he did play a couple games in Santa Cruz and then knee flared up. So hopefully he stays healthy. He played the last four minutes of the game, um, caught a caught a pass that I was like, holy shit, where Kaminga kind of zoomed in, yeah. which which should segue us actually to the to the real star of the show, star, star in both good and bad, uh, Jonathan Kuminga, who uh, was pretty bad the first game that he he played in summer league the other day where Moses Moody's the other show, but uh, you could probably attribute that to a couple things, right? He was in Congo for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. Jet lag, maybe a little out of shape, maybe kind of just didn't care. Not the case tonight. Um, not the case tonight with Kamingo, who I felt like gave pretty good effort from start to finish, especially at the finish and especially defensively. So what do what, what you think about his game? Yeah, I mean, he he still has these these spurts where I think he looks super lost, right? And I think that, that's just kind of going to come. and uh, Or that's just to be expected. Um, you know, he started to find his rhythm toward the end of of the game, and again, the the, the foul hunting was a little odd to me. Um, and you know, I think I was probably being a little bit more critical of his game than Wiseman's because obviously he's he's played, uh, he you know he played with the team last year. So overall, I'd say it was a net positive. Um, obviously, would love to see him improve his decision making. Um and and the jumper my and and the free throw shooting holy holy crap what, holy what was happening to him at the line seven yeah. for eighteen um I mean he was getting there but I mean you gotta you gotta make more than half or half like God, <laughs> give me half my guy uh but you know he was um he's clearly still like one of the most athletic guys again that the Warriors have and something that they just don't have on their roster so I get it um I'd just like to see some improvements on the you know decision making wise both <laughs> offensively and defensively but he, yeah he he, he he can get after it. He, yeah, there was so, I feel like there's so much stuff to dissect with coming this game just because he, he did so many things. So I'll start, I'll start with the, with the one where the ball handling and decision making is interesting. I, I did feel like after a year, uh, he would be better doing that. I just, I thought the shot selection would be better. His floor game, his passing game is actually, is pretty underrated. Um, you saw him get Wiseman the ball a few times. He found a bunch of guys in the corner. They just the Warriors can't make shots. Right. Some of the teams just can't make threes. Um, so I, I thought that was that was stuff that he showed last year that he's I think going to be good at as a primary ball handler. But I think the Warriors, you can see that they're trying to give him more responsibility, like the like the way they did with Moses Moody, um, where there's like, hey, we're going to give you the ball more. You try to create more, and I don't know if that's his going to be his, his, his strength ever. But I also don't mind them trying that because you're going to have to try that at some point in his career, right, to become that type of player. So I thought that's a bit of a negative to where it's like, 
I don't know what the type of idea, what the type of shots you're taking, but the, the impressiveness is that, dude, he's just running guys over. Like, he's so much faster, stronger. Like, he's running through them. I think the fouls, I, some of it is like, I don't really think he's flopping. I just think guys can't keep him in front of them. They really have no choice but to foul him, or they're kind of out of position. Now they're jumping and hacking, and, and Kaminga gets a call. Like, uh, you look at that last play where he gets those free throws. That's a foul. That's yeah, a foul because totally. he, he takes the guy baseline, and then the other guy has no choice but to dig in and just hack his arm. And like you said, he's got to make free throws, which I was a little bit – he shot free throws fine last season. He yeah, which is better than is this. That, yeah. yeah. But I just think he's just he's he's going to be shooting ten free throws a game or whatever it is for the rest of his career because he's just so much bigger than everyone else and stronger. Yeah, and to your point, I mean, they should be giving him extra responsibility, right? And he should be kind of one of the more dominant guys on the court, uh, kind of given this is his second go around uh, in summer league specifically. The, I, I think I would just love to see him develop some sort of go-to move, right? If he's going to be so ball dominant, because I think that spin move, right, that he has, people have kind of figured it out and. Uh, not figured it out, but it's like that's his one move. And if you stop that, he kind of has this deer in the headlights look, right? He tries to out, he tries to, you know, be more athletic than everyone, and he is. But if you stop his first move, he doesn't have like a counter, right? And I guess that that, that comes with time, right? And again, being overcritical uh, of this, of you know, a second year guy. But I mean, the tools, the physical tools have never been in question, even last year, right? He was just always been the most, he was the most athletic guy on the Warriors, like on a championship team. Yeah. Um, can he, yeah. can, can he evolve uh, kind of and, and add to that? You know, I think that's, that's the big question with him kind of going it, into year two. He, you know, we talk about Wiseman being the biggest dude uh, in the NBA. Kaminga is probably top 10 most athletic dudes in the NBA, top five, maybe even. And uh, as much as, you know, I kind of want to talk about the decision making. It's like, dude, he's 20 years old. He's he's not ever going to be able to do that. He, he has a chance to come along slowly with the rest of the Warriors, which is why I think this is overall a good sign uh, for Golden State because you're going to have Steph and Draymond as your primary – and Jordan Poole even as your primary ball handlers in the season. Some of the stuff that they're trying tonight, we're just never, ever going to see in December, dude. We're definitely not going to see it in the postseason next year, right? But we're just not going to see this at all, which is why I'm not that concerned. Um and so it was just good to see him do the stuff that he could do out there. And then defensively, dude, I think the rebounding was impressive. Yeah. We saw this with Andrew Wiggins, who, uh, who who went on the Andre show the other day and basically said, hey, I'm never going to average four rebounds a game anymore. He was good on that, yeah. 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 Uh, and, and so seeing Kaminga do that, because I think that's, that's you know, so, something where rebounding is you can have it innately if you're a guy like Draymond Green came in and he could rebound, but that's one of those things where like he had to be able to rebound to make, to make an NBA career out of himself. Like James Wiseman and Kaminga didn't have to rebound to become an NBA player, right? Like Kaminga, like Wiseman's still not rebounding. I think he had like right, two, he had two, rebounds he had two rebounds tonight. Yeah, right, right. So it's like those guys, they need to rebound now to be an NBA player. Uh, we could say Wiseman's probably not there yet, but Kaminga was right. So that was one of the most impressive things that I bought it is like, dude, you're the most athletic player on the floor. Don't get a rebound. No, totally. So wait, basically you're telling me we're not going to see a whole lot of Kaminga Wiseman pick and roll. Hey, they were <laughs> actually pretty impressive. I, I didn't mind the Kaminga Wiseman. It worked. Yeah. It worked the first time, right? <laughs> it led to a lob on that very first yeah. play. I'm, I'm in. If that happens at Chase, it's going to shut the place down. I'm in. <laughs> Sign me up. Not, not a fan of the Matt McClung uh, constant. I don't know what he was doing out there, but. Oh my god, this, this dude was he was feeling himself. <laughs> he was playing to this Vegas crowd like like no other. Uh, yeah. 
I, I will say this though. I, I did enjoy why I did enjoy his minutes more than all Chris Chios's minutes. Uh, in in uh, Chris's uh, entire Warriors career, I'll just say that. You know, <laughs> Fair. Uh, any, anything on Wiseman? Anything else on Wiseman uh, before we got a couple callers we get through and then and then we'll call it. But anything left on or not Wiseman Kaminga either of them? No, I mean they again Wiseman showed everything I needed to see in that kind of that first four minutes and kind of the you know the kind of that middle stint there where he was just you know uh, accumulating fouls. Uh, seven fouls, uh, which is which is pretty brutal. But again, uh, like you said, some of those calls were were kind of borderline. Um, and yeah, I mean, Kaminga. Hopefully, this is more of who of what we see throughout the rest of the summer league. Uh, because again, that first game was brutal. Uh, it was you know it was saved at least by Moody's um, you know impressive showing. So I mean, both guys showed what they had to do and win. Can we talk? We didn't we didn't talk about the result of the game, Andy. What are we doing here? I thought we we're chasing. <laughs> Chasing yeah. hands with yeah. Steven in the audience. Come on. By the way, by the way, the smile that uh that that Steve Kerr had after one of the buckets that Kuminga had oh, was it's hilarious. So oh, it was, my. It was after the end one. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, Steve was feeling it. Yeah. Part part of me is like, uh, what, what do you think he what do you think he's thinking there? Do you think he's like, oh well. You know, he's, he's not going to be doing this. He's not going to yeah. be eyesore like that. <laughs> I can't wait to play him five minutes a night this season. <laughs> Uh, yeah, look, the Warriors have been terrible this, this summer league, right? I, I just think that the, Ryan Rollins being out has been tough. I think he was going to be their primary ball handler, scorer. Patrick Baldwin was going to be a shooter. Yeah, yeah we're not. I don't know if we're going to see him. It sounds like it doesn't it sound, sound like, like he might it. Not, yeah, so yeah. so not good because this team can't shoot. It would have been nice. Hey, so it's been a little bit disappointing to watch this team. Guy Santos, you know what? Because we, we haven't we haven't done a pod uh, just talking about the games specifically, so we could talk about Santos and Moody a little bit. But uh, Guy Santos has been pretty impressive, I think, as just he's going to be a good G leaguer at the very least, right? Like if he's going to be a yeah. two way guy one day or like end of the roster, maybe he has the size. He, he's slow as hell, but he has a good handle for a tall guy. I, I don't know if he can shoot, but he can create. I think, which is pretty impressive, especially when you're at that size. Because you look at the NBA now, most people are kind of – if you're that big, it's just like, hey, can you play some defense and can you play? Can you shoot the three a little bit and you're good. But Santos is, is interesting. He's an interesting player. Yeah, already a step disciple, uh, one-handed turnover. Uh, <laughs> so you should – those one-handed yeah. pass yeah. Kuminga immediately picked off. Uh, so he's, uh, he's learning from Steph. He's learning from the greats. I, I mean, <laughs> I like his game uh, overall. But, you know, it was kind of like the perfect situation for the Warriors to – Kind of take him and stash him. I think he's still under contract, right, over in Brazil. Yeah. Uh, so he he won't be coming over anytime soon. But I mean, uh, like I he's he's clearly kind of leapfrogged Jessup, right, <laughs> in any conversation of like, hey, well, yep. a second rounder who might come over and actually play for the Warriors. Uh, Jessup has disappeared into the freaking. Oh boy! Oh boy! Back to Australia, that guy. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rough, rough go of it for him in the summer league. Um, the most impressive player to me, uh, this this these last couple weeks has been Moses Moody. Um, yep. I'm I'm always impressed by Moses Moody because I I just feel like he never never makes mistakes. Um, he, he's just he's going to be able to shoot at least 37, 38 percent from three. Um, he's never going to shoot bad threes, right? So he's always, I, I think he's always going to be relatively high efficiency as a player. Um, he got bigger. I think they're trying to make him more of a playmaker, maybe even a play finisher. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't know, you know, how big you want to get because I, I do think his defense, especially on the ball, isn't isn't necessarily amazing. Uh, but again, maybe that helps him. Maybe the extra strength and quickness helps him. 
um, as long as he doesn't get too big. But I just think Ben, as a shooter, as someone that plays within the flow of, uh, of the Warriors' offense specifically, this guy is going to be. I mean, he's going to be like the eighth, ninth man next season. I think at the very least. Right, and he kind of proved that already a couple of times throughout last season. Right, obviously he didn't get a lot of run just because of you know him being a rookie, but when he was kind of counted on, uh, you know, that there was that one Mavericks game where uh, I've heard it was the first or second time they played them where they just kept trapping Steph and then Steph would obviously pass out of it and they would rotate to Moody in the corner. He was just draining threes. Um, and so he's, if that's his role, if he just got to drain a couple of threes, uh, you know, fill in, um, you know, kind of fill those, those minutes that did belong to, to kind of GP, um, Damian Lee, <laughs> you know, th- those, those spot minutes, like he's, he's going to have a spot. He, he's clearly proven over and over again. He can shoot. Uh, yeah. And if you can shoot, like you're going to have a role on this team, right? Like, yeah. Team. So it's, it's, it's good. I, uh, I, I'll leave it. I'll leave Moses Moody uh, or leave this conversation about Moses Moody with the comparison I always give is that I, I think he ends up being like closer to maybe an Ariza or a Danny Green in, in his prime, like just an elite, elite role player. Yeah, but I do think he has a ceiling of a Chris Middleton. Like he, it, he might be able to average twenty, twenty-five points. Uh, maybe not the best player on a team like like most Moody. Uh, Chris Middleton definitely isn't. But uh, Chris Middleton was a second slash third best player on a championship team. Like that's a pretty pretty sweet high ceiling. So, um, I think he's going to be a good basketball player for a long time. Uh, and, and it was good to see Kaminga and Wiseman kind of play. They would they did today. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash Blue Wire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash Blue Wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
Uh, let's get to the goons. I think there's a fair amount of people you guys want to talk. Uh, call in. We might have a special guest later if he's if he's alive. But uh, let's keep it moving here. We got CJ who's been waiting for a while. What's up, brother? Hey, what's going on, guys? Just a couple yeah, yeah. few things on like Kaminga and Wiseman, especially Kaminga. I was kind of disappointed with his game tonight. Since he has the ball the whole time and his decision make, I'm I'm kind of looking at it like how prep, how how applicable is his role gonna be coming come to the regular season, and I think like he's not gonna have the ball a lot, so he has to do a little bit of the little things like defense rebounding, and I'm kind of disappointed with his game because his decision making and he was just like he's so thirsty to score, and we already have like four scores on the, on the team. I don't think he's gonna have that many opportunities. And for Wiseman, like you like you guys said, this is like a terrible environment for him to showcase his skills, like a bunch of guards hunting for their own shots. So I think he's gonna be good. I think the first couple few minutes, the first five minutes, he was pretty good. So I think it's gonna be like I think for Kaminger, maybe he's gonna have the GP two like on ball defense role sure. this season. Yeah. And I'm just I don't know if He's ready. So to me, like if we're looking for like the KD, he's the first he's the first name. Uh, if we're trying to get KD, he's the first <laughs> first play out from the trade. Because he he has the most upside, but I don't think he's gonna be ready to like give us right. like consistent rotational minutes. So yeah, yeah. take care guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Ben, thoughts? I mean with the, with the way they kind of played him tonight, um, I mean, I don't know if they're necessarily grooming him for a, kind of that G, the GP slot. More so, like, are they kind of grooming him long term for the Andre spot, right? Like, the the stat Andre was a kind of a playmaker uh, when he kind of came off, right? Or right. Kind of came off the bench, and obviously Andre's a very very high IQ player and very very different type of player. But on but I mean, kind of at Andre's peak, right? Freak athlete. Um, just he was he was just blessed with <laughs> much higher basketball IQ than Kaminga has now. Uh, I mean, and maybe to your point from earlier, right? Are they just trying that now to see if they can find lightning in a bottle with Kaminga in that role? Like it, it might not work, right? It, it just might not because that's that might not be who Jonathan Kaminga is. But like if they find something like for spot minutes here and there where you know Steph and Poole um, aren't on the where if they're not handling the rock, I don't know. It's uh, like I I could kind of see that. Like yeah. I, I I think they want I, I hear you and I the thing is like I think they want him to this is going to be a constant battle and I think it's just not going to be for this year this happened last year too um and you kind of can't blame Kaminga because he's coming in as a number seven pick and you can tell that he thinks he's going to be a superstar and you can right. see that he can definitely uh score enough to get paid a lot of money in the NBA and I think the last thing you want to do when you're a player like that is to become a glue guy a glue guy Right, like that. That's, you do not like Moses Moody knows what he's going to be. He's going to be a glue guy. If he ends up being a star, cool. Like that. That's that's cool. But I think he's content being a glue guy. He was a glue guy in high school. He played with so many right. stars. Uh, but I think Kaminga, the battle that they're going to fight face is how are they going to get him to play glue guy winning basketball when he wants to be? You know, like we saw Jalen Green. I think is a good example. Like Jalen Green was in Houston last season. He pretty much got to do what he wanted to do. In my opinion, I see the same thing with Lamelo Ball. Those guys aren't winning basketball players yet. They may never be, but they also could still figure it out. But it doesn't matter if they figure it out right now. 
the Warriors almost kind of need Kaminga to figure out how to play winning, winning basketball. And that doesn't necessarily mean, hey, go get the rock and average 20 points on volume shooting, which is what he did tonight, right? Combined with a bunch of mistakes and turnover. So, like, the, the potential is still awesome, but I'm with you, right? Like, they, they, they might want him to become, like, an Andre Godala, but Andre Godala also was that superstar in Philly. Not Maybe not a superstar, but a star until he kind of figured out, like, hey, I'm probably better as a second, third guy. Right. I, I just some things you need to experience and figure out. I think Kaminga is going to have to figure that out. Um, I don't think he's just going to come out and play the type of blue guy style that they want, though. Right. And you, I mean, we were talking about point forward earlier, you know, Andre's podcast. And when they had Kerr on, like right after they won the title, he, he mentioned something about, you know, he compared Evan Turner to an early or to his rookie season to John and Kaminga now. So you can kind of tell there's already kind of that that tension, right, of like uh. trying to reel this dude in and say, like, you know, get him to accept a role and then expand, right? Like that, that's yeah. kind of how when you're he might he might think he's a superstar, right? He he clearly has that vibe about him, uh, you know. So it's it, can he accept it? I don't know. It, oh, it'll be we'll interesting, see. but they're uh, they got a long way to go with him. Ty, what's up, brother? Yo, yo, so, y'all hear me? All right? Yeah, we got yes, you. sir. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna push back on y'all a little bit. Uh, be prepared. There's a little bit of pro, uh, Kaminga propaganda. Uh, yeah. I, I saw I'll everything I would have wanted to see. Like I've seen him play really, really well in competitive NBA level games. Um, and for guys who are any kind of decent summer league uh, tends to be just like a go down and fuck around, get your bag off. Um, the thing kind of uh, what Ben was talking about with the, with the, the GP two role, like in the, uh, in the playoffs, they had him at the top of the zone against Memphis. They had him at the top um, this year. Coming into it like in his rookie year, they had the 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 quote where it was like, oh yeah, in the in the little clip of him guarding Steph in practice and getting the block. Like I think if he can like his path to stardom, or at least his path to being a really really effective, impactful winning player early in his career, because he does like I do think he'll eventually maybe he can get the 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 wing playmaker chop stuff down. There's some interesting stuff there. Um, uh, and what you said about Guy Santos, he reminds me a lot of slow mo. I think maybe coming in and get into that bag a little bit, but just like way more powerful. But like at this point, I think it's the dominant, like pick him up full court. Nobody's Gary Payton the second because he's one of one. Fuck Joe Lacob for not keeping him. But if because coming is so fucking big, like he can just replicate 85 ish percent, maybe uh, of of the Gary Payton role, you know, both on offense and defense. Uh, but other than that, Wiseman, he looked like a little slimmer, a little bouncier. Um, hopefully he, he looked can faster, play next, right? If he plays he next looked game. faster, right? He, yeah. I think it's the same shit with end of career Tim Duncan and like all the big guys who have any kind of health problems. Slim down. Less pressure on your knees, less pressure yeah. on your ligaments. Like quicker, faster. My main goal for, for Wiseman is to play next game. But, you know, like I said, I saw what I needed to see. Warriors going back to back. <sighs> I was waiting for that last one. Um... I agree with what Kaminga can do. My only question is, is he going to be bonding on wanting to do it? I can't right. blame him if he want, doesn't want to do it. Like, dude, I can average 20 points. Hey, Jordan Poole, like his classic example. And Jordan Poole's like, dude, I'm going to average 20 points in the NBA for the rest of my career. Like, I don't do this shit. But they got, him to, they got him to buy in on playing the way that the Warriors play, right, off the ball. Nobody plays off the ball anymore. He plays off the ball. And defensively, Poole got better. He's still not great. He's still not good, maybe, but he bought in. So, yeah, and look, that, that stuff, like, you don't know. You don't know until 
right, Ben? Like, you just that mental stuff. You have no idea. But yeah, like the tools, man. It's not much, not much better than Kaminga out there. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Cool. Hey, guys, can you hear me? You're good. Yeah, um, just a couple of observations I saw um, as well. Um, I think the good thing for Kaminga, um, from what we could see, uh, he's getting a lot of reps. So it's going to allow, you know, the coaching staff to really kind of hone in on things he needs to improve on. Uh, I thought it was big that he was able to drive when he got away from taking as many threes as he was to get to the line, um, which is important as well as far as like his development. Um, for Wiseman, I was just more happy to see him out there, you know, being that it's been so long since he's actually had any action at all. Um, I thought Mac was hilarious, you know, throughout the game. Um, as well. I do think just, you know, between the Wiseman and, you know, Kaminga, not, nece- not necessarily the dynamic, but uh, Kaminga more specifically, I know that you guys kind of touched on, you know, replicating some of the stuff that GP2 does. I really think more so his archetype. I wouldn't even say Andre because Andre, um, as as great as the physical tools and everything that Andre had, had, um, his game always matched his mind and he's such an intelligent player. And it's not to say Kaminga couldn't be that or he's not right. intelligent, but I think for Kaminga, he really should, he could really replicate a lot of what Wiggins did last year. Um, like as his, as his floor, I think he does have the potential to, you know, do some things better now that we have a clear picture of what Wiggins kind of is or can be. But um, I think Kaminga's in a really good spot where, you know, we have, such different versatile players on the team for him to kind of pick from. But if he can do what Wiggins can, Wiggins does to a higher degree, um, you know, over time, I think it'll, it'll put us in a good spot. Man, I love the, I love the Wiggins comp. That, that, yeah, that's really thanks good. for calling Archie. Yeah, that's a great one. Um, yeah, your, your, your thoughts on that. You, you like that one? I mean, I do, right? Because, I mean, Wiggins became obviously like, Aside from GP, the Warriors' best perimeter defender. Um, and obviously with the Warriors losing GP, um, they kind of need to find someone else uh, to do that. And, I mean, if, if Kaminga becomes a diet version of Wiggins uh, in, in year two, I think that's a huge step up, right? Like someone you can rely on to, to kind of take, you know, the, the opposing team's ball handler, uh, pick him up, you know, make him, make him think out there. I mean, the, I mean, the athleticism is there, right? Like the, those, those comps are there. Um, those, those, those guys are freak athletes. So I like that, man. Like, obviously like we're, we're kind of think, I was thinking Iguodala, 
and GP, GP obviously because he just left Iguodala because Iguodala was talking about him on his pod. But like the Wiggins stuff is, man, yeah, again, just a diet for like eighty percent of Wiggins, seventy five percent of Wiggins. Like, sign me up. There, there's the more I think about it, I'm mad, uh, uh, RJ. That's a great call because um, they, they are similar as of right now. Again, we can only speak to right now, and, and and you know, I was one of those people that didn't really believe in Andrew Wiggins until he had that incredible postseason run. And one of the one of the big things I think between those guys is that. Uh, they're, they're one of one athletes. Their, mm-hmm. their handle is shaky. Although I think Kaminga, like, I don't, I think his decision making is shakier than his handle. I actually didn't think that his handle was that bad. I think Wiggins might have a tougher time with his handle, especially at that age. Um, and then I think that the jump shot is like, it, it's, if you get in a rhythm, you can get that mid range jump shot. Kaminga made a couple of those. Wiggins does the same thing with those, right? Like, they can just get those shots so easily. So easily. So especially in tough games, they can get those shots anytime. The three-point shot is going to improve. Wiggins is a, is a really good three-point shooter now. Um, Kaminga, I think, is going to get there with the three-point shot, but it's not necessarily like they're not going off the dribble threes, right? Um, but the real the real key with those two guys is that, yeah, man, they could keep, they could be absolutely elite defensively, and that's what Wiggins was. He essentially made Jason Tatum give up in the NBA Finals, and I think Kaminga actually probably has more potential because he's just so much bigger and stronger it feels like than Wiggins but uh but also we found out that hey actually Andrew Wiggins really freaking strong he just doesn't right. look like it he's so skinny but in the postseason we found out very quickly like yeah this dude is there's not many people stronger than this guy on the wings and let's go back to your point about like will Kaminga you know willingly accept this type of role right where it's like again he's not going to get the rock for or get to handle the rock the way that he's going to want to um and score as much as he wants to but can he be locked down defensively? Uh, and, and that's why, I mean, the more you think about it, right, it's just Iguodala's, you know, his future's kind of up in the air. Um, and, and whether he – bringing him back to kind of be that guy in Kaminga's ear is almost – that might be worth a veteran's minimum alone, you know, and a roster spot. Oh, my alone, God, yes. Right? Like, oh my, yeah, God. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting to see if they'll, they'll kind of go down that route. But um, – Man, it's again. Kaminga's ceiling is, is crazy high, uh, but his floor is also. I think you, you, me, and Sam talked about this at summer league last year uh, when we recorded in person. We were like, before the rookie, uh, his rookie year, uh, summer league year, and we we're like, super high ceiling, but also crazy low floor, right? And crazy. Like, we we kind of see where the floor is now, and, and it's a little higher than what we were talking about, and you know those hyperbole. But um, can he get to that ceiling? He, he's, it's it's going to take steps, I think, especially with this type of team that he's on. It, it's also – I mean, it's good that he's on this team too, yeah. in, my, in my opinion. So, um, all right, let's, uh, let's close it out. I thought, I thought Ben Sam would call in. He just got off the flight uh, and all of that. But uh, it, it also, seems he's, like – he's made contact. He is alive. <laughs> Dude, he's uh, he's like, oh, I'm gonna try to call it. I haven't slept. I slept like three hours the last two days. I, I might still be drunk, but I'm gonna be on. And then all of a sudden, I can't hear from him anymore. So, um, hey, we have Samus Fendiari in our thoughts. Uh, we, we will be back uh, this week. Apparently, uh, Moses Moody, Wiseman, Kaminga are all going to play Tuesday night. So, super team. Well, oh, yeah, <laughs> they're, they're coming for those summer league rings, dude. You remember? Watch, we're going to get to you to close this out. But you remember ben, that we got uh, Draymond and HB and Clay in that summer league team that was uh, essentially invincible. You remember that? 
The f- was that the first year they ran the summer league championship? Like, yeah. you win it? it was like Bazemore was on that team, wasn't it? It was just that it was that young team. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Team. yeah, yeah. They were that was, that's when it all started. <laughs> I don't think we talk about that enough historically with this team. I know, and, and so you you remember watching, you're just like, holy shit, Draymond, Draymond might be that guy, and and Clay's finally hitting shots, and Steph didn't play, so maybe you know Jordan Poole is the Steph. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, oh man, th- those were good times. All right, uh, Mick Walter, take us out. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, dearly beloved people out there, I'm glad we're all gathered today to throw dirt on all the trolls who've been trashing the kids. Jesus, people projecting their own problems in life onto people that they don't think can succeed in life. It's it's ridiculous. It was great to see Kaminga out there bullying people like he's James Harden. Or some type of Giannis freak type, just getting fouled right and left. The kid could have easily had 40 if he wasn't screwing around with his free throws. Uh, Witherspoon looked amazing on defense. You've got to be psyched about that. I want a full contract for him, not a two-way. Um, and, and even more so, we got to see James Wiseman go around and actually look competent. You know, sure, he didn't look amazing. Um, and he has things to work on. But, gosh, shit, the guy hasn't played in years, right? Not, not to excuse him from looking bad. He did have a lot of fouls, but he did some good things too. But man, if you're not talking about Kaminga after this game, if you're saying that you think Kaminga is worse than like Santos, you, you got to check yourself and, and just say that you're trolling to troll because it's ridiculous. He looked awesome tonight, aside from the free throws, um, which I will grant you was, was not great. But, you know, you've got to be stoked if you're the Warriors about this. You can clearly see a role for Kaminga. You can clearly see a backup role for Wiseman. You can see a role for Witherspoon. What else do you want from Summer League? Let's go. McWalter, appreciate you, sir. Uh, we will be back Tuesday. Ben, thanks for filling in, brother. Love you, man. Always.